Welcome to the Leverage Your Potential podcast. This podcast is hosted by the director and assistant director of Menlo College's Office of Internships, Career Services, and Study Abroad, Dylan Hool and Kelly Davis, in partnership with Menlo's Content Creation Club. Hi, welcome to today's podcast of Leverage Your Potential at Menlo College. My name is Dylan Hool. I'm the Director of Internships, Career Services, and Study Abroad here at Menlo College in Atherton, California. And today we have Casey Porter, Talent Acquisition Manager at Enterprise Holdings Incorporated. Hi, Casey. Hey, Dylan. How's it going? It's going well. Glad to have you here, especially during these times and connecting with you remotely. Thanks for taking some time with us. Why don't you start by just giving us a quick introduction of yourself and your current role at Enterprise. Yeah, sure. So um, my current role at Enterprise is I'm the talent acquisition manager. So I'm responsible for um, quite a bit of the hiring of our fresh college grads every year. And I also run our internship program during the summer. Um, that's not the role I started off in, though. That's just the role that I've been able to achieve. Um, but yeah, I do college relations, university recruiting, and I get to work with uh, seven Bay Area schools. Awesome, awesome. And obviously that's how you and I got connected is because you're well known on the Menlo College campus. I believe we have, what, over 30 or 40 Menlo alumni working at Enterprise currently. So I know that you've, you've established a great presence here. Maybe that's a good question for you. How, how did the relationship with Menlo College start and when did you start getting involved with, re with recruiting here? Yeah, so, you know, me personally, I've only been recruiting at Menlo for about the last six years. That's how long I've been in my role for. Uh, prior to that, I was a territory manager. Menlo College was in my territory. So I was, um, I had some parts in helping recruit and hire from the university. But we've, Enterprise and Menlo have been partners for a couple decades now. So um, we have a long, rich history of developing Menlo grads into future leaders within our company. We have lots of managers uh, who graduated from Menlo, and we are lucky enough to host quite a few interns every, every summer as well. Excellent. You joined Enterprise as an intern yourself, which I know is a compelling part of your story when you're speaking with college students. Can you briefly describe your path from intern to where you are today as a talent acquisition manager? Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, my path is pretty similar to a lot of the folks who join our entry level management program. Um, I think probably what we all have in common is this is not what we all thought we were going to do. We all had different career options in mind. We thought we would be doing something else. But a lot of us started either in the internship program or found a company right out of college with just tremendous growth opportunities and um, a company that was willing to train and develop people into, into future leaders. But I actually graduated from um, Notre Dame, Dan Amir University um, down in Belmont and wanted to be a school teacher. That was really my goal. Lifelong goal was to teach. I wanted to teach high school history, um, U.S. government. I mean, that's just what I had a passion about. And then one day, like so many of us, I, I met a recruiter on campus and talked to me about the opportunities that Enterprise had to offer, um, willing to teach you and develop you, teach you about sales, marketing, business, operations, and it sounded great. And they were willing to pay me 10 bucks an hour to do an internship. And I said, hey, let's do it. And so I did a, um, probably like a 12 week program. Then they offered me a part-time gig. And I did that for a year and a half while I finished up college. And then when time came to graduate, they said, hey, you know what? We wanna give you a shot. Let's hire you into the full-time program. I was hesitant at first, 
because I, I didn't want to give up that, that teaching career. Um, but I said, let's do it. They were good to me. I really love the culture. I love the people. And I can really see a future here. And um, started off in the entry-level program back in, boy, 2002 when I graduated. Quickly moved up through the ranks of management. Uh, 2008, earned a promotion to oversee my own territory. And then in 2015, had the opportunity to become a college recruiter. And um, it's funny because now what I do is I spend a lot of my time in college classrooms, helping develop and teach. And that's what I wanted to go to school for. And so sometimes life goes full circle on you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the career path that we envision our, for ourselves isn't always the career path that we end up following, but we end up being able to fulfill our passions anyways, oftentimes. Yeah, you got to find, you got to find it. Sometimes you got to, it's, you know, the first job you get out of college is not always going to be what you thought you'd be doing. That's why it's so important to take an internship and see, take it for a test drive and see what you think. I, if I would have never taken that chance to do something that was a little bit outside my comfort zone, um, that's a 20 year career that would have never happened. So yeah, sometimes it's, you're not always going to do exactly what you thought you could do, but you'll find what you're passionate about. And usually if you keep your options open, you're willing to learn, you have a good attitude, you know, that's, a, that's what a company wants to see. And, and if you perform well, doors are going to open up for you. You're always going to find that there's opportunity in front of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as a, a former aspiring history teacher and a student of history, I want to talk to you about the moment that we're currently in, a kind of a, a historical moment in and of itself with the coronavirus and uh, the global pandemic. So how are recruiters and talent acquisition managers like yourself, how are you weathering this coronavirus in terms of your, your hiring right now? And how do you think students can prepare for entry-level jobs and internships this summer in the midst of this pandemic? What are some things that they can be doing actively to, to stay sharp and, and be ready for when things open up again? Sure. And we, and we know things will open up again. So that's, that's, that's the first part. You know, it, it really depends on what industry you're in. I talked to a lot of recruiter friends over the last couple of weeks and in some industries, there's a pause on hiring. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. And in other industries, uh, logistics, healthcare, I mean, they are hiring as many people as they possibly can. And so it really, it really depends on where you're at, um, what, what you're looking to do, but we've, we've definitely had to adjust a little bit, you know, I mean, one of the things I, I thought of the other day was when I teach workshops in college classes, one of the first things we usually talk about is how to give a firm handshake. And I don't, I don't think we're going to be teaching that, you know, as, as much anymore. And so there's just some changes that we're going to have to do. But I think one of the great parts is how resilient we are, how quickly we adapt to change, especially college students, right? You got to change. There's always things that come up throughout the school year that you have to be willing to adjust to. And this is just one of those moments, even though it is, um, you know, so much uncertainty, I mean, I think that's the biggest part that people are trying to wrap their heads around. But we know we're going to come out of it and we're going to have to make some adjustments um, in terms of hiring, you know, doing more interviews over the phone, doing more interviews um, over Skype, over Zoom, things like this. It's probably, it's probably the future. It's, it's probably going to be like that for, for a little bit, but we're going to adapt and we're going to come out of it stronger. Absolutely. I love the positive mindset and I couldn't agree more. Definitely. A bright future is ahead, just a uncertain moment. 
currently. Sure, but I, but I think we both agree that attitude plays a lot into it. And we got to be positive. We got to look to the future um, and control the things that we can control, which is learning new skills, you know, making sure your LinkedIn profile looks great, taking the time now to, um, to start to set yourself up for, for the future. Absolutely. And I think one of the things you were talking about your own career path was stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit, saying yes to an option that maybe you hadn't initially considered by accepting that internship with Enterprise. I feel like all great careers are built on taking a risk or putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. And here you have a moment that's kind of imposing being outside of your comfort zone onto you and it's how you respond to this moment. Sure. I mean, I, I, can, I can think back to, uh, I mean, I remember how excited I was in 2008. I got promoted to area manager, which I had interviewed for a couple times, got passed over a couple times, finally got the opportunity, finally beat out some other folks. And then um, the, the world financial crisis hit. And I mean, here I am taking over this business, leading and training and developing this group of people. And um, the economy, you know, obviously took a big drop. So, I mean, I've seen things like this before. I was, I was with Enterprise um, in, right after 9-11, um, right after 2008. And so one of the things that I've always noticed is that, yes, it's tough. Yes, we have to adapt. We have to change. But we always come out stronger. And so just speaking from history and, and living through some of those things, um, I know we're going to come out of it. We're going to come out stronger. But it's like I said, it's the attitudes that we have and, and just giving, keeping that positive, that positivity, which is really going to help. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Now, positivity is, is a good thing, attitude, adapting, et cetera. But as a recruiter, as a talent acquisition manager, I know that you have some concrete advice for students on how to be successful in their job search. And so- sure. You know, given this uncertainty, but just generally, you know, we're in spring, students are getting ready to graduate, students are getting ready for their internships. What do you think students right now should be focusing on when it comes to their job search? What tips do you have for them to be successful generally and obviously in the context of this moment? Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And, and I think we talked a little bit about it is, you know, you may be taking an internship or a um, a position that you never imagined that you'd be doing. It might be working remote. It might be working on a project that you didn't necessarily think you'd be doing, but having some history, having some work history right now on your resume, being able to add um, some new skills to your profile, your LinkedIn profile. I mean, those are all really big. Um, even though we're all home and we're all learning from the field, you know, distance learning, this is a great time to network. This is a great time to make sure you're visiting, you know, other folks, LinkedIn profiles, you're commenting on their stories, um, you're finding ways to stay relevant, and you could do all that um, from afar. You know, networking doesn't just have to be going to a career fair, it doesn't have to be going to a networking events. Um, you can do that all remotely, and you shouldn't be wasting your time. You should be really taking the steps to make sure we are set up so when things start to unwind a little bit and we start to free up and, and get back, I don't know if we'll ever be back to normal, but get to the new normal. You'll, you'll be ready for that. And so working on things like your resume, working on your LinkedIn profile, um, those are all big, big steps that you can take. Um, and, you know, I mean, even if you need a resume reviewed, I mean, you're still working, I'm still working, we can still help the students out with that. And, and we want to be able to do whatever we can. Um, but that's, 
those are a couple big ones. I mean, obviously, even working from home and doing, you know, learning a little bit more about Excel, you don't, you don't need to go, you know, you could do some online courses for that. I mean, those are all things that are really, that are really valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love your point about getting active online and networking on LinkedIn. I mean, now is the time to build up your profile and start reaching out. And one of the tools on LinkedIn that I particularly like is the alumni feature that all colleges have. You, you go to your college's profile page, click that alumni tab, and you can see everyone on LinkedIn that's associated with your college. And to all the Menlo College students listening right now, I recommend that you do that and start connecting with Oaks in your area. If you've returned home uh, to wherever home is, if you're no longer in the Bay Area, start reaching out to, to alumni that live and work in your hometown and your home country. It's a great it's a great opportunity to start building those connections while we're all Yeah, and and, and really Menlo Menlo has such a vast alumni network all over the country, all over the world. And and alumni from Menlo want to help students. They want to help other alumni. And so never be worried or afraid to reach out and to ask questions and to see if hey, do you have some time to chat or do you have some time to talk just make sure you have some goals you know if you're going to take 15 minutes of someone's time make sure you have some questions that you want to ask um, reaching out to someone to say hey will you hire me that might not be the best way to network but it might be more of an informational interview hey tell me about your company tell me about your job what got you into it um, that's a great opportunity to be able to to learn and you know i'm friends i'm connected with a lot of different recruiters on linkedin and it's been really cool to see all of the recruiters that have put out their calendars to allow people to take 15 minutes of their time to talk about job search strategies, to talk about uh, what they could be doing um, to help them for future career goals. And so it's, it's really neat to see so many people willing to help and given their time while also trying to get their work done at the same time. Absolutely. Now a question for, you know, your industry, the, the recruiting talent acquisition industry, Obviously, you know, for those companies that have put a pause on hiring, um, that's kind of put a pause on those jobs in terms of what the day-to-day -day looks like. But looking to the future, we're doing Zoom meetings now, <clears throat> virtual interviewing is becoming more uh, apparent, more commonplace, virtual networking events. Do you see any, and it may be too soon to tell, but do you see any long-lasting changes to how campus recruiting will be done or how students will be searching for jobs, especially if, if this uh, shelter in place continues for, for a long time? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. We've been, we've been thinking about that, you know, quite a bit. Um, and I don't, I think it might be too early to really tell. I mean, right now, if you think about putting 400 people in a gymnasium for a career fair, I mean, you'd think that you were nuts, right? And that's, that's not always how it's gonna work, but who knows, I mean, six months from now, what happens with science and vaccines and things like that. And so, but for right now, I think this is what we have to get used to for a little bit. And we have to make sure we're comfortable with talking to folks on videos and, and having those, those Zoom meetings and being able to network um, that way. A lot of virtual things are gonna, are gonna happen. I mean, I hope my, my company, you know, you already know uh, Enterprise is based on relationships. It's, um, it's based upon having a fun work environment where you're working with great people and a great team. That's hard to do virtually, right? Um, I mean, we really want to create a great experience for our summer interns. Um, and we knew that this summer, just we weren't going to be able to create that experience, which is why we paused, which is really hard, you know, since I started as an intern, but which is why we had to pause our internship for this summer. 
but we, we really want to make sure that the folks that we hire, uh, we create a really great environment for them to come into when they start their career or start their internship. And so we were really thoughtful about that, even though we had to make some tough decisions. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, I mean, that's sort of part of the uncertainty, right, is the future and how, how that looks. Um, but I want to get back out. I mean, I'm part of the best parts about my job are the career fairs and the campus recruiting and the workshops and the educating and just being on the different campuses. Um, that's a big part of what's made us successful. Um, but I'll tell you, I, I couldn't be prouder of the folks that we have working on the front lines right now. We're an essential provider. Um, and we have, you know, frontline people out there right now renting to doctors and renting to county employees and state and local officials who need to get vehicles to get to where they're going. And so I'm super proud of all the folks that are out there right now, um, making sure that we get the job, get the job done. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been seeing some of the stories that you've been posting on LinkedIn about about those people. And I think Enterprise is, is providing a wonderful service at this time. And I know you will continue too. So speaking of Enterprise, we have students listening right now that are graduating in May or will be graduating in August or uh, who are excited about potentially interning at Enterprise in the future. What would you tell students about Enterprise in terms of why it's a great company? to work for and, and what's made you the single largest employer of college graduates? You know, what's the secret to that success and, and what should students know about enterprise? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's it. Thanks for asking that question. I mean, um, we have a rich history, you know, we're, we're privately held, we're owned by a great family. Uh, the Taylor family out of St. Louis um, has really built a great culture. Um, it's a competitive, fun environment where you work with really great people. Uh, that's a big part of it is we don't hire people you know, to rent cars, we hire people to learn how to run a business to then move into future leadership roles. And so you're just going to work with people who are outgoing, competitive, really results driven, um, and people who are leaders, people who really want to impact the people that they work with. Yeah, we all rent, we rent cars. I mean, that's what we do. Um, but to be right out of college, to learn how to run a multi-million dollar business, to learn how to market and sell yourself and sell the company, um, and how to be a really important part of a team. I mean, those are all really great transferable skills. Um, but it's, it is a great place. You know, it's a little bit, of, it's a little weird right now, definitely, but everything's a little weird. I mean, shopping at Safeway or going to Costco is weird. Um, but it, it is a, it is a really fun place. It's just, it's just crazy how, you know, a month ago, I mean, we were gearing up for our summer, for our, our spring recruiting. We were getting ready to go out and hire all these folks. And, but that shows you how adaptable we are too, because we've all had to adapt quite a bit to uh to the changes that we're that we're seeing and um we're, we're heavily reliant you know on travel on um tourism and so that's that's some of the the changes that we've had to make um you know recently but like i said we came out of 2001 stronger we came out of 2008 2009 stronger and we're going to come out of this stronger as well and i'm just happy you know we are privately held we're owned by a great family um and to see what they're doing for all of our employees. I mean, you can imagine we're taking some losses right now. Um, and the Taylor family is committed to taking care of the folks that are out there working right now and making sure that they're doing the right thing. And so um, I think a lot of our employees, um, even though some tough decisions had to be made, you know, unfortunately, we had to put out some furloughs and things like that. But um, for the folks that are out there working on the front lines, um, they're being taken care of. So, and, you know, I don't, I don't think there's much more you can ask for 
you know, with the company. Then when tough, when tough times happen, how do they treat their employees? How do they treat their, treat their staff? Even though, like I said, you know, some tough decisions and some tough conversations did, did have to take place. Absolutely. I think the, the way that companies respond right now will, will show their character just as much as any individual person's response to this moment will show his or her character. So I think. Sure. Yeah. I saw, I think I saw something that said, you know, um, uh, a brand and what people feel about that brand is really being developed and being rewritten right now. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. Well, on that powerful note, just a few more questions for you to wrap things up. We'll get away from the coronavirus and from recruiting. Yeah. One thing that we like to ask all of our guests on the Leverage Your Potential podcast is, what are you reading right now or what are you watching right now that you're really into that's motivating you, inspiring you, or just entertaining you? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I'm reading, so I have a three-year-old, so I'm reading a lot of Peppa Pig. Uh, definitely, I've, I've seen a lot of that. Um, but I'm, what I'm currently reading, though, is a Simon Sinek book, uh, Start With Why. And I think that's a big, I, I wanted to do some personal, you know, leadership development. I wanted to be able to, to do some, um, some personal, right? I want to be able to come out of this deal and say, hey, I was able to sharpen up some of my skills. And, you know, you can never, um, you can never do enough for your leadership and to be able to help the people around you. But being able to, you know, learn about the why, what makes you tick and what makes other people tick. Um, and just learning about how communication is not just about speaking, but it's about listening, right? And as somebody who is out there in the field, who's helping develop these, you know, these future leaders, um, this book has really helped me better understand how to help all of those folks reach their potential. And that's really what it's all about. And which is another really great part of our culture here at Enterprise is the amount of work that people go in to help and develop other people. And that's really the sign of, um, you know, of a great leader, right? It's not so much about you, but it's about all the people that are around you. Uh, but it's a, he has a lot of great books, but this is an easy read. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it, it gives you some really good information that, and some really good tips that you can put into your daily use, your daily practice. What about you? What are you reading right now? Good question. Well, thanks for sharing that recommendation. You've piqued my interest. I think I'm going to go have to check it out when the libraries reopen. Yeah, but yeah. What I'll I'm give you my like, copy. I'll give you my copy when I'm done. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. Drop it off. I'm reading a book called Ireland right now by Frank Delaney. It's a series of, it's a novel, but it's really comprised of a series of stories about the history of Ireland, myths and um, some legends and some historical fact. They tell the story about how the harp was invented, about New Grange, the, the rock formation out there. So that's been an interesting read that's allowed me to kind of transport myself out of, out of my day-to-day -day life and sink into some fantasy and some mythology. No, that's cool. Right on. That's the history, the history buff in you. I like it. Exactly. I knew, I knew you would resonate with that as a former aspiring history teacher. Well, yes. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Leverage Your Potential podcast here at Menlo College. Any final words for the students listening today? You know what? I would, I would just say be hopeful. It's, it's going to be okay. It's scary, especially if, you know, you're plugged into the news. Um, but take time out to, to take, take care of yourself. I mean, I think that's the biggest, 
the biggest part is you got to take care of yourself. It's even though it doesn't always seem like it's going to be okay, it's all going to be okay, right? But it's um, you got to keep that great attitude. You got to keep the positivity, um, and take care of the, your loved ones and you know those around you, and especially especially yourself during this during this time. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leverage Your Potential podcast. Episodes are posted weekly and can be found on our blog at blog.menlo.edu slash career dash services slash. Make it a great day.